Welcome to the Wine and Down Podcast. This is episode five. Alicia, how are we doing today? We're doing pretty good. Having a bit of a lazy day, but hopefully that changes now that we have a crisp looking wine to look forward to. Exactly. Yeah, there's a decided difference between this week and last week where you had just showered, got changed, wanted to like make everything seem like a normal day. This is very much a pajama day, but yeah, it's pajama TV lazy day. Yeah, that's okay though. It's the the Thursday before the long weekend here in April, so. we're, I think we're okay. We're given a hall pass here as far as being a little bit uh, lazy is concerned. Uh, the hiatus of the entire world is still on, so we're still at home. And this being episode five, uh, what nobody knows is that when before we started this podcast, I made you sign on for 10 episodes. Ten so episodes. we're officially through half of the pre-agreed to. Uh, <laughs> will there be more? Who knows? We'll have to renegotiate. But uh, five. Five is pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay, so this week we are uh, we're on to a new wine. Um, Not really new to us, though, to be fair. Yeah, I know you've had it more than I have. I've had a sip here and there, but I could remember nothing about it. Uh, this wine is called Alianca. It is a Vino Verde, which is uh, a straight and direct shout out to my mother who loves this wine. This and- is her hands-down favorite wine. Um, she says that it tastes like soda water with lime, and it's just refreshing, easy to drink for her, and she... It's her go-to, for sure. And it tastes like soda water with lime or lemon because she puts soda water with lime or lemon and in it. And tons of ice cubes. Oh, yeah. It, it's <laughs> probably exactly how you're not supposed to drink wine. A spritzer, but, as yes. it were. Um, so so this episode goes out to you, Mom. Uh, we know she's listening, so thanks for that. And thanks for inspiring another show here. Uh, hopefully... Uh, we do you proud. And <laughs> yeah, we, we don't we, let uh, you down with this wine. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so... Oh, so last week Adam um, taught us how to look at wine and judge wine based on its looks. So uh, I think we're just going to get into cracking this and going to see maybe a little bit of a refresher on what you talked about last week. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do the inaugural cork pop, a.k.a. Ooh. snap here. Twist off. Twist off. Um, so just looking at the wine in the bottle, it's almost like this it's is like, filled with water. Yeah, it looks exactly like water. Um, do we want to do a label look or do you want to do that after? Yeah, while this, while this opens up here, look at that inside there. there. Holy cow. Oh. So, Vino Verde, I know a few things about it. I know that, that it's a Portuguese wine and I know that that name translates to green wine uh, or wine green or whatever flips around. As soon as I poured this in here, it looks like soda water. It just looks like, yeah. There are it's... bubbles very much inside this wine. Um, so, we're, we... I put a lot less in the glass yeah. opposed to last week because last week it was almost too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm giving it a spin here on the table. And just as a reminder, last week we talked about uh, tasting wine with your eyes, what you, what you can actually learn from examining the look of a wine. So for this one, there were three uh, viewpoints straight down, which gives you depth, uh, density, saturation, and can also give a hint towards what grape it is. Side view gives you clarity. Uh, and you're looking for sparkle, which is good. Murky and chemical can be... Uh, Murky could be sort of a chemical or fermentation problem, rather. And then the tilted view lets you sort of see the uh, viscosity and also the true color of the wine at the rim. Uh, You're looking for uh, pale colors of grape rather than uh, whether that's like a green or a white or a red, purple, whatever. You're looking for those colors, those bright, you know, punctual colors, and you're not looking for rusty browns. So... Uh, the other, you know, last point here is basically swirling it and, uh, keep the wine on the table when you swirl and, uh, examine the legs on it. Uh, now it may, so this is a chilled white wine. Yes. Um, we did take it out of the fridge recently. Um, 
and there's not much when it comes to legs on this, but but yeah, that, there's our refreshers for it. So let's 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 give it the examination here. When you look right. straight down, what do you see? What, what's what's your color? Uh, it's cl- almost clear. The, lots of bubbles. Lots of bubbles. Lots of bubbles. Almost clear. It's hard because it's it, cold, so the condensation's kind of. Yeah, that's a good but. point. It, it's 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 almost like faint like apricot or peachy color. Yeah. It's like a little soft orangey yellow. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's hold it up to the side. I'm gonna wipe my glass a little bit here so I can see. The condensation off. Of it. Yeah, exactly. And it looks a little bit more yellowy when you uh, give it a tilt. And it's there's not that sparkle that we read about. No, it's pretty pale. Pretty pale. Um, hold up to the light. Hold up to the light. Yeah, yeah, that could help too. And again, it's hard to see with the condensation, but it, there's yeah. not that hard sparkle. There, there is a shimmer across the top of it, but uh, nothing that really stands out. It almost looks carbonated, to be honest. And when you tilt it to the side, it's almost that. It, it almost is more green. Yeah. Uh, on the side there, but no rustiness, no orange, no, no, no yeah, nothing, greeny. nothing concerning there. So it, it's almost, I would just say clean. Yeah. looks very clean. Clean. Okay. So before we move on, to before we move part, on to the taste, let's, let's look a, at the label. Let's look at the label here because okay. it's a pretty cool label. What are our, what's our color palette here, Leash? So <laughs> the label is split between the top half is white, like a crisp, clean white. And the bottom half of the label is like a very bright, fun green. Um, and it says Alianka in the top 2018. And then there's a picture. It's a pretty artistic looking picture. Um, it's of like a, European tapestry almost. Yeah. Of um, a, grapevine. a grapevine. Yeah. So the grapevines are different. Uh, shades of green like the grapes on the actual vine and then the vine is pretty neat and has texture and it's silver so it kind of stands out from the label um it's a vino verde which we went over and it just says crisp and refreshing with tropical notes so pretty uh, clean looking and and alcohol volumes on the side there yeah the lowest we've had the lowest we've had it's 10 percent. mom you're a lush um <laughs> so so 10 percent. when you dilute that with fruit ice cubes and soda water you're looking at like a two percent drink here yeah. uh so maybe maybe she's smarter than all of us because yeah. i've never seen her how to have a hangover yeah um we flip to the back here Ooh, portugal Did let's let's start at the bottom here uh so yeah sorry P- portugal is indicated product of portugal but at the bottom there's one of the uh stickers of an import um so this is all in portuguese here you know verde it's got some cool patterns with like waves on it you don't know portuguese i (laughs) last week the spanish uh really the the only portuguese i know besides vino verde is uh like very very limited sayings of like brazilian portuguese from where i used to work so i kind of like bom dia is like good day basically oh wow okay (laughs) you learn something new every day and it is actually it's so it is technically a white wine which is obvious when you look at the actual color of it but i don't know if it was classified as something different because there could be Carbonation, 8 to 10 degrees Celsius. This feels like it's right around there. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of nice that it has the temperature gauge on the back of what you should drink it at. And this is important. There's no one specific type of grape. Right. It says a blend of the best local white grapes. Uh, so ve- that's actually very shallow information-wise. It, instead of being just a blend of whatever, it's literally just saying the best white grapes. Yeah, that's so, weird. Yeah, interesting. Uh, we never then, usually read the back first. It's kind of giving away. But that's fine. We, we know yeah. we've had okay, this Okay, well, so we're changing it up. Yeah. Um, so it says that this, some of the tasting notes, it says this crisp and fresh white is light, fruity, and well-balanced. Uh, and then on its own or with salads, seafood, chicken, and pasta, 
Um, so decidedly uh, light foods there. I mean, pasta is, is heavier, but you also get like the acidity with, with the sea- tomato sauce and whatnot. Yeah, seafood salads. We kind of say that about white wines usually. We did with the Chardonnay at least, right? Yeah, and that's um, more of what it pulls you to. You're not having a steak in a glass of no. Olianka. Oh that scared me. Ooh, well, it was almost another spell of a different variety. Okay. All right. So now that we've judged the wine based on its looks, um, the next thing you do is smell. So Adam almost wait. Don't smell it yet. Okay, we have sorry, a, sorry. we sorry. have some things to do here. Today was sorry. my. This is my day to you know research and have a little topic. So, um, s- swirl your uh, glass around. Okay. Swirl. So swirling vigorously is actually a super important part um, before you smell your wine because it. Um, the swirling helps get the alcohol, makes it vo- volatize, and it lifts the wine's aroma to your nose. What does so, volatize mean? We, we kind of explain this. Basically, um, the alcohol quickly like changes changes and get the scent kind of intensifies, intensifies and, and gets lifted, right? Interesting. All right. So, before we get into sniffing and... Whatever. There yeah. are different ways that you can smell. Okay. So you can do like short sniffs, like you can do long sniffs. It all depends on your preference. Can we have an example of a long sniff? Perfect. Thank you. Short sniff. Go for it. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. So when you smell your wine, it basically prepares your brain for for what you're going to taste in the wine. Makes sense. Kind of like we talked about last week when I was talking about maybe I need to enhance my palate. <laughs> Lick some but stones I, and stuff. But not just my like tasting palette but also my smelling palette so okay, fair that's literally what we're gonna do today but i um read an article on vinepair.com um and they kind of suggested us to do a little experiment so we're gonna do that first before we actually get into smelling the wine so basically just to just to teach us how important smell is um in terms of influencing taste adam and i both have a strawberry here and what um this article suggests is that you put you plug your nose, you put the strawberry in your mouth. Just wait, we'll do it together. Okay, okay. Um, and then you start to chew with your nose plugged. Then, once you're halfway done chewing, you release your nose and you see how the how the taste changes. So, so let's do that. We're okay. going to do that now. All right. Okay. Strawberry going strawberry in. Strawberry in, nose, nose plugged. Nose plugged. So take it off. Wow. So it's it's literally lights on, lights off when you're tasting. It's crazy. Now, so, you get the feel, you get the mouthfeel of like the sugariness and almost the acidity of the fruit, which you could probably do the same for wine because there's a lot of feel with that. For but sure. it's not it's nothing. It's dead. And, and that's I mean, we we sound so shocked that when you plug your nose you can't taste food. We've all done that with bad food or stuff we don't want to taste. But it just kind of, you know, emphasizes how um smell does influence taste, right? Cuz also like when I think of the taste of a strawberry, it tastes exactly like how it smells, or it's definitely influenced with how it smells. Absolutely, and strawberries don't have that strong of a smell, but when you take away the smell from actually physically tasting it, it it's, yeah. And it also, like strawberries I find kind of, especially now it's April, so they're not sun-ripened in Ontario's food land, so yeah. it, they're going to be a little bit, like they're probably hothouse strawberries, so they're probably going to be a little bit like acidic and sour, Yeah. but it, the sourness was muted with the flavor being gone as well, which is really interesting. Yeah. All right. So now moving on to actually smelling the wine. So it I'm going like to strawberries. <laughs> I'm going to do a step by step. This is what the article recommends. So I'm going to say it to Adam, and he's going to follow along the steps. So first, it says when you go to smell the wine, stick your nose all the way into the glass and close your eyes. You might feel silly doing this, um, but you'll notice a lot more smells when your eyes are closed. So put your nose in, close okay. your eyes, and take a big deep breath in. 
Okay. All right. So, as you smell the wine, think about what scents you're picking up. And keep in mind that there are no wrong answers. Okay, I get a lot of citrus right off the top. I I, I know the label said tropical fruit, but I get, like, uh, lemon peel. Okay. We talked about pith before, I think. Like, like, you're not in the sweetness of the fruit, but you're not in the solidly bitterness of the peel or pith. Like, it's somewhere in between. Very fresh, though. I'm going to give it a whirl. Yeah, fresh fresh isn't necessarily a flavor, but it's more of an indicator. There's nothing here that is oaky, leathery. There's nothing here that's earthy. Possibly some stone, because there is that sort of... um, Minerally kind of... Yeah, like sharpness to it. Um, But... It's certainly like light fruits. I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking dark berries. I'm not getting any berries at all off the nose. Yeah, no, me neither. What are you? What are you thinking? I get citrusy. It smells super light. I don't know how to explain that. But basically, what this what this article said is when you smell, um, it's based on your brain's memory of. That's why I had you close your eyes because. You know, your brain kind of reverts back to be like, what do I smell that's familiar in this scent? It's like rolling through a Rolodex in your mind of like scents. Essentially, right? Essentially. Um, So if we were at a dinner party with 15 people, we would all smell different things. So if we... I need everyone to be quiet at this dinner party and everyone has to close their eyes. Close your eyes. Tell us... But based on their experiences and their palates and their, you know, memories, they will smell different things. That was really close to another snorty. Yeah, getting your nose deep in a glass and closing your eyes is a great way to snort your wine. <laughs> um, I get I get pineapple. Almost, you know that, um, like, back of your tongue puckering pineapple? Yeah. It's like a little bit of that. Well, this article also suggests that um, if, it, if you're smelling a white wine, you might smell bananas, lemon rind, which you actually said, uh, pineapple, or even that scent that's always in the air when you go to the beach. Kind of like that salty. Ooh, like fresh, like fresh. the open air, breezy. Yeah. I, that, that's maybe the freshness that we're thinking about. Yeah. Okay, what's yeah. next? Um, and if you were if we were smelling a red wine, you might smell prunes, cherries, strawberries, peppers, plums, or tobacco. So and we're getting none of those. No, because it's a very, very light white wine. Also, so, leather stuck in my head after that last episode we did. That's so funny. Interesting. Um, and it says, in both situations, you might just say that you smell grapes. What or you, you smell like, wine. Like, uh, like those autumn, autumn, fall, like autumn, whatever grapes. They're so, like, lip-smacking, like, like sour. Yeah. It, that's quite what, That's what this smells like, for sure. Yeah. So, again, the article kind of just went on a little bit more about how your memory and your brain basically helps you taste or smell notes from the wine. Okay. That makes sense. It gives you, like, a reference point. Yeah. So, I'm going to do a little... I'm going to swirl it a little bit more. Okay. Me too. And we're, we're using stemmed... Uh, that wasn't a spill. That was very close. But it wasn't a spill. Stemmed glasses uh, that are... Like uh, resisting the heat of our hands because it is a chilled wine, so we want to keep it Ooh. cooler. What are you What are you picking just, up on your second go around? It's just really, really fresh. Like oh, there's almost a banana like, I get now. Really? I I know it's the power of suggestion because that thing said it. I just did a big swirl and smelt, and it smelt like uh like a those banana candies, like the marshmallowy banana candies. Yeah, they're yeah. brutal. Or like, I like uh, those. are they called runts? Like all the fruit. Oh yeah, and I love you put those. a quarter in, twist uh, the machine. Runts. Maybe that, but like that, that like fake banana, not yeah. banana medicine quite, which is the best yeah, flavor of all. I get but that too. And it's, it's just super fresh citrusy. I get kind of orange peelish. Yeah. Because it, there's more sweetness to it than sour. Yep. Um, and one last thing that this article said that I wanted to mention, yeah. um, was just how 
when you talked about the look, like what color, like murky might mean that some the fermentation has gone wrong or something has changed. Yeah. Wines can smell bad. And if a wine smells bad, it's called it's corked. Um, so that means if you smell something like wet newspaper or moldy, dank basement or old wet rags or wet dog, there's probably a good chance that, um, that wine is, has been tampered with or it's, it's the fermentation went, something. yeah, something's not great, but it's important to remember that if you have a screw cap or a synthetic cork, wine cannot get corked. It cannot get, go bad based it's, on just being closed. We're learning wine jargon. Can we drink this wine? Yeah, let's have a drink. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. that's that's an enjoyable glass of wine it literally just tastes like we're at your mom's house we just you know we walked in the door want a glass of wine yep. and this is what's in our cup and some pirate sized jug comes out of this stuff with like a tap on maybe the even a box because it's america yeah <laughs> a bo- box that wine up okay um there is nothing here that is overwhelming i would not say it's full-bodied at all from what we've learned from no. before um very it's, almost has a sweet aftertaste like like after like it's kind of a little bit bitter but then it goes sweet because it's so light and crisp crisp is a i think a really good way to describe this yeah and it's i wouldn't say it's overly dry but you do get that dry sensation in the back of your mouth more so than other wines we've had it doesn't even leave me with the sweet sensation it leaves me with a fresh sensation like like fresh. there's no alcohol kind of like you've just bit into a juicy apple Yes, like a big right? like gra- granny, like Smith. a granny Smith, a little yep. bit tart, but kind of sweet. That yeah. crunch, almost, yeah. just like the crisp. It's good. This is a this to me is a day drinking wine. You know what this is? This is a I'm 14 years old bottle of wine, or like yeah. Well, your parents 10%. are like, do you want a glass of wine? It's Christmas Eve, and they're like, you're like, oh yeah, and it's a 10. percent There's no alcohol taste on it. Yeah. It's it's a definitely a good like beginner wine. It's, if it, you are not a wine person, you're like, ooh, I hate the taste of wine. This is not get an, that. No, get an what? No, yeah, get an Alianca Vino Verde. It it honestly is so light. Have you had any other Vino Verde before? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Now I've bought other Vino Verde because I thought, and we'll get we'll get to the price point on this. But I thought, oh, like I know my mom likes this brand let's get her a vino verde that is maybe a shelf up because this one is at near the bottom of the shelf (laughs) now my mom did not like that other vino verde because she likes alianca she doesn't necessarily like vino verde she she likes likes she likes her brand right some people are like bud light people right some people are alianca people and that is what am i when it comes to beer um michelob ultra miller high life you know that come on well, you changed. You weren't even a beer guy until like a year and a half ago. I'm a wine guy now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so what are we picking up flavor-wise, like the actual tasting notes? Just honestly, like crisp, fresh fruit. Like, I, 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 not that it's sweet, but it, it I get left with an, a sweet taste. We were walking around the block last summer and one of our neighbors has um, an apricot tree and I jumped and grabbed an apricot and ate it and it wasn't fully ripe yet. So it had a little bit of bitterness to it, but the flavor also wasn't fully intensified. Like we had talked about uh, fruit that sits in the sun longer, even fruit that goes bad. It's oversweetened. Right. It wasn't at that point yet. Yeah. I get that apricotiness to the okay. back end of this and it matches the color head on, but... You know, very much. This is a this is a super light, and you know, you when you tilt the glass, you get the green more. But apricot and like faint soft peaches is sort of 
Is that what you're getting? That's what I'm getting. Not the sweetness of it, just the flavor, which is... But see, I get a little bit more sweet. Think about like if... Because sweet and dry are opposites. So what would you... What do you... Dry. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But not by much. I don't I don't think... So <clears throat> we had done those... Uh, we, had, we had done our three-pronged tasting uh, scale with dry, acidic, and uh, sweet. Now... Because this isn't a sliding scale that needs to have 100 points total or whatever, this, I would say, is a little, a tiny bit acidic, a tiny bit sweet, and a tiny little bo- a little more dry. dry. Because I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's overly anything. No, That's why. It's very simple. Even just looking at the color, it's just like not much of anything. And that, there's no overpowering alcohol taste. There's no overpowering sweetness. Drink it right now. You, you just pour, you just top this up here. It tastes carbonated almost. Yeah, it on it 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 tastes like lemon lime soda water. Yeah. Like there is definitely citrusy It's it's so light, I can't describe it any other way. Yeah. So do we wanna do we wanna go to the L C B O page and see what they have to say about it? Yeah. Okay. Uh you pull up that tab. I'm going to pull up the Vivino app and get that prepared. But oh, drum roll oh please, Alicia, can you please tell us the price point? So I knew it was cheap because Sue likes to um, pride herself that she loves this wine and it's really reasonably priced. You get a really big bang for your buck. So in the States, it's even cheaper. But at the LCBO here, it is $8.95. What a steal. By far our cheapest. cheapest but also less alcohol. And single digit. Like, that's very cheap. Yeah. Okay. Eight. Uh, what does the read more section say about the flavors on it? Or just basically the description. Okay, so it says pale straw yellow color, which totally, that nails it on the head. Fresh, mild aroma, off dry. I'm interested to see what off dry means. Mm-hmm. Um, with light fruit and mineral flavors, zesty acidity, and spritzy citrus fruit. Spritz being the key word there. Yes. Um, so do you agree with that? I 100% agree with that. And... At the bottom here, sweetness descriptor, it says dry. Off dry. Oh, dry. And then the style is off dry. Off dry and fruity. Uh, So off wine, uh, off off dry dry of wine, having a nearly dry flavor with just a trace of sweetness. We hammered (laughs) this. We did. Like fastball down the middle, took it to center field. That was great. Okay. We killed that. Um, But yeah, this, this wine, like that, the picture of it does not do it justice. It's not that yellow. It's not that yellow. No. It is very much faint. Okay, do you want to go to the Vivino app? Yeah. What do you think... I Sorry, I had a look because I just loaded it in, so I know. What do you think the rating is going to be? Again, this is a five-star system with decimal points in it. Um, so for a cheap wine, not high alcohol, but super light, easy drinkable. Like, this is a drinkable, drinkable... Like if I could shotgun a bottle of wine, this would be the one I choose because it would be- just go straight down. Right. I mean, it feels a bit carbonated, so it would be a difficult, but the taste flavor profile-wise, sure. totally. Um, I... Uh, I'm going to say 3.2. 3.2. The actual rating is 3.8. Oh, shoot. See, I was low-balling it because I'm like, I don't know. I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, cheap wine. I didn't even factor in the alcohol, but that's that's wise. Um, no, this is this is a 3.8 out of 5 stars. That One of the is amazing. Uh, and the average price is even uh, $2 higher here uh, at 10.25. So... Wow. So Honestly, I'm surprised by that because I I said 3.2 because I was like, you know what? I, I just, I've never heard anybody order a Vino Verde. Have you? My mother. 
Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. But, but that's ordering at the, the, the home kitchen rather than somewhere else. Right, but... 3.8 is the highest that we've seen on this app. For sure. For the, I, for the five episodes we've done so far. I gave it a four star. Yep. Perfect. So I'm, I'll write my review here. Kay. Fresh and mild, perfect for outdoors and day drinking. Like a barbecue or picnic for sure. For sure. For sure. Day drinking. Uh, citrus. Citrus notes and... Crisp. Crisp. Crisp green apple. Yeah. Boom. Green apple taste with a banana, pineapple, and what was the other nose descriptor we had? Lemon. Yeah. Nose. Done. Love it. And do I get my badge? You've raided your first Portuguese Vino Verde White. You are now an explorer of the Portu- of Portuguese Vino Verde White. Rate five more to achieve enthusiast level. I think we're going to get that for every new wine I know, kind that we try. We're, we're going to start circling the uh, wagon soon. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to read some uh, what other people had said in this one? So what, what are, what's the summary? What are the highlights on it? Um, so the highlights featured in top 12 Portuguese Vino Verde white wines in Canada right now. Top 12. That's pretty good. Among top 7% of all wines in the world. Like dang. That's crazy. For an $8 bottle of wine. And this vintage rates better than any other year for this wine. So this is a 2018 that we've that we've put on here. Yeah. Um, and taste characteristics. Where are we at in the slider here? So it's the slider's closer to light, uh, closer to dry, like pretty close to light and dry. And then um, in terms of soft versus acidic, it is more acidic than it is soft, which I don't know if I would agree with that. The the light and the dry, I agree with. When it comes to like light, it's it lights against bold, and it's almost all the way on the light side. Dries against sweet, it's almost all the way on the dry side. Which I would say it's more balanced, but more on the dry side. Mm-hmm. And then, as, as you said, there, I would go more in the middle, middle on acidic, acidic and soft. soft yeah. uh, what are people talking about with taste notes? Apple, green apple, pear, citrus, lemon, lime, tropical pineapple, and bubble gum. Bubble gum. That is a curveball. But again, it's their taste palette. Maybe they once had a bubble gum that smelt. Or tasted banana. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to scroll through here to see bubble gum or plastic, plastic toy. toy. This is quite sweet, effervescent, tropical citrus. Summary, uh, mm, summary, but this is tricky. Is mainly the result of RS. I feel don't know what that means. Don't know what that means. Um, I want to see if anyone else said bubble gum or just that one person. I don't know why it lumped them all together because pineapple and tropical don't necessarily lead right into bubble gum. And it looks like that one person tainted it for everybody. <laughs> uh, what are some other reviews here? Um, the first one is Andre Shannon from June 25th. Love the Vino Verde, and this is one of the better LCBO varieties. Light, fruity, and crisp. Perfect for summer afternoon. Four stars. Four stars. And Aaron? Aaron from March 22nd says, loved it. Fresh and sparkling. Which kind of hits it right on the nose. Yeah. It doesn't... It's like, fresh. There's no need to complicate the description of it when the wine's not complicated. Yep. Fresh lemon, bright stone fruit, so that's your apricot and peach. Uh, a repurchase. Four stars. Um, and Marsha Owen says, effervescent and... Re- is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and refreshing. Great summer wine and a good match for seafood. I think it would be good on seafood. So wine ranking, top twenty, uh, top 6% of wines in the world. And top 6% of Vino Verdes. Very interesting. Um, oh, just let's, let's learn up a little bit more here. There's a few little sentences on what a Vino Verde okay. is. Vino Verde is a widely consumed white wine from northern Portugal. The wine tends to be made from local grapes such as uh, Alvarino, Loreno, 
uh, Arenido, and Azal. Vino Verde is a light, refreshing wine with lots of floral and green fruit tones. The wine often has a slight carbonation to it, though not enough that it could be referred to as a sparkling wine. Like, we're batting a thousand on this wine. <laughs> a Vino Verde region was established in 1908, uh, though the area didn't receive its... Uh, Dinomenachial de Origin Cotorado until 1984. That that was an accent, all right. That was bad. That was not Portuguese. That was really bad. Uh, The wine is thought to have uh, originated in the Minho province uh, in the far north of Portugal, which is where we saw last week our Spanish uh, uh, Tempranillo was northern Spain. Spain, yep. The carbonation in the bottle occurs from a process called uh, malolactic fermentation, and while this is typically considered to be a defect in the wine, the Vino Verde producers found that consumers rather liked it, so they kind of rolled with a little bit of a, a quote-unquote defect and made it their own, which I kind of love. Uh, and the last line, because this wine's uh, bracing acidity and oceanic minerality, it should be considered to be the ultimate partner of raw shellfish. So, we should have some shellfish next time. We should. The, uh, it, it actually, it's not throwing me off the burger and sweet potatoes we had for dinner tonight. Sure. Um, sure. But I'm, I'm very impressed with this wine. I thought this was going to be more of a uh, nostalgic episode because it's, it's a family link. But mm-hmm. I think this has completely changed my perception on this wine. Yeah. And it also, I know because I've, I've listened to people say it. Wine's wine's subjective. Wine is about what you want to taste. Wine's about, you know, good wine is if you determine it's good. If you like it, that's what's good. But I'm thinking in my head, there's no way an $8.95 bottle of wine is going to be a good wine. But this, like, just throw this throw out the dollar value in association with good or bad. Yeah, it's a, it's a super fresh wine. I thoroughly enjoy it, and I'm going to jump on the Sioux train. Yes, anytime I'm day drinking with white wine, it's going to be Alianca first. Uh, it's like drinking your know, light beer before you go into something a little bit heavier. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the final part of this episode, are we going to recommend this? Uh, Alicia, please, I'll let you go first. Yes, I would absolutely recommend this to somebody who is looking for a light, easy drinking wine. Um, again, if you're super fancy, um, and like wine a bit more dry and more rich taste, maybe this isn't for you. However, if you want an easy, crisp, fresh summer day seafood pairing wine this is definitely a recommendation for me yeah i'm i'm also hard on the recommendation train here Uh, i think what you said it perfectly earlier on the episode if someone says they're not a wine drinker but they want to start this is your your door opener right here and as well if somebody's looking for a crowd pleaser like they're having a a lunch or a brunch and they want a white wine why not try alianca vino verde because first of all it's cheap you're not going to spend wine on something that is subjective but this is also not offensive in any way so everyone's going to it may not steal the show for somebody, yeah. but it's never going to put somebody off. So, for sure, I, w- I would 100% I, recommend it. I have a question, though. Please. Maybe this could be for our viewers or listeners, <laughs> our viewers. Um, but how do people get to be like, oh, I only drink Pinot, Pinot Grigio or I only drink, you know, Chardonnay? Like, do you think those people would want to venture into something else? Do you think they've tried other wines? They probably were spoiled by, like, one bad experience. Like, I had a Chardonnay I hated. I'll never drink Chardonnay. Right. Or like I threw up in college on Pinot Grigio and I'll never have that again. Right. So if you're listening I can't drink and you have one of these experiences. Let us know. Or you are just like a nope, I can't drink anything other than Pinot. Please let us know why. We want to know or why. Anything, yeah. Right. Well. And if you're and if you're willing to, uh, you know, take our recommendations and branch out and try something fun and fruity. Let us know what uh, you think. We would Alianca's, love to see your could be your new wine yeah let us know if you've tried it and if you're going to try it and if you do make the trek to the lcbo in these uh trying times or the liquor store pick up a bottle let us know what you think 
All right. Until next time. Cheers. And Thanks see you next for, week. Thanks uh, for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.